0: Welcome to RaiderCast, the podcast that delves deep into the myths, mysteries and monsters of Tomb Raider. Some episodes will be solo journeys into the past with me, Chris, and others, like this one, will feature interviews with special guests from across the fandom. Today it's my pleasure to be joined on the phone by someone who's been with us from the very start, from day one back in 1996. She's lent her voice to the very first Lara Croft and helped to make her the unstoppable force she is today. I'm talking, of course, about the one and only Shelley Blonde. So, Shelley, welcome to Raidercast.
1: Lovely to be asked. Nice to speak to you, Chris. Absolutely. We've met once before, haven't we? We met at uh, the Tomb Raider suite.
0: We did. Seems yes. to remember.
1: But it's nice to, nice to chat to
0: you. Yes, I'm thrilled about you coming on the show with us. Hey. So, let's dive straight in to some questions. Okay. I hope you're ready. So, I'm going to start nice and easy. Okay. And I'm going to try, try and, and make... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so much going to make this all about Tomb Raider, because I think a lot of interviews in the past, people have asked you the sort of the basic questions, and I think people have heard the answers to those many, many times. Yeah. For this episode, I would really like to get to know you and the things that you like in general about, in a sort of Tomb Raider framework. So we'll see how we get on with that.
1: Okay, I'll so, give it a go.
0: <laughs> so, let's go with, from everything that you do know about Lara's character, what ways, if any, has she inspired you?
1: Do you know, I, I wouldn't say that she has inspired me as such, but I would say that the fans uh, of Lara and Team Raider inspire me. That's lovely. I meet, I meet, I get to meet, I'm lucky enough to get to meet so many, at, whether it be at Comic Cons, whether it be at Naysa McCree's uh, music shows, um, even, on, even just, you know, back and forward on Twitter. Yeah. To hear the way she has inspired people is really something quite special. I have, um, you know, people that tell me They were terribly bullied at school. And the only way of being able to come out of themselves or be able to find any happiness was to go home from school and play Tomb Raider. And when they hear my voice or they play it again, it gives them strength, or, or it reminds them of that time, and they can hold their head high. I have people that say they used to play the game when they were very young with their, I don't know, one of their parents, their father, let's say, and now the father is no longer with them, wow. so his part they passed on. So their memories of their father are all tied up with playing Tomb Raider and Lara, and those are the things that inspire me. That that she's she's touched so many people globally, and that mm-hmm. she's part of people's real joy happiness you know and happy memories which that inspires me and I'm I'm so proud to be part
0: of that oh Shelley, i'm welling up that's absolutely beautiful
1: oh, <laughs> it's true it's true it's, it's a, you know i'm not a gamer yeah. um many of you know i've never played the game um but you know that, so she hasn't touched me as such. I'm very proud to be one of the voices. I'm very proud to be part of her history. But to hear the stories from the actual fans and the actual gamers is—it will always leave me speechless.
0: Always. That is an A-star answer. That is just more than I could have hoped for.
1: Oh. Wow. Thank you. That's, That's a great so lovely. It's a really great question.
0: We'll move on to the next question. Okay. Do you have any stories or tales from mythology or legends that you think might be quite cool for Lara to jump into?
1: into anything, couldn't she? I've always been obsessed with the whole Moses and the parting of the Ooh. sea and the leaving Egypt and and you know all that. That I would love to see her get involved in that. I mean, she—I don't know.
0: Oh goodness me, that could be amazing.
1: That—that's something that really I, since a child, I, maybe it was watching Charlton Heston as Moses. I don't know, yeah. but since. since since all that, that, that's something that I, I still obsess over. So I would, I'd love to see her involved in all that, leaving Egypt in the middle of the night. And, and uh, you know, I, I'd like to see that.
0: That's super exciting. Yeah. I can really imagine that with the... Uh, I could. It could be very sure. cinematic.
1: Yeah. She shouldn't be wearing a short. She'd have to wear, <laughs> she'd have to dress like, uh, you know, they did back in the day. But, you know, she'd look great.
0: Yeah, otherwise she might stand out a little bit. A little much. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's wonderful as well. Yeah. Are there any places that you have travelled to, on holiday or for work or anything, that you think would make an exciting place for Lara to visit?
1: Do you know, I'm not really au okay fait with all the places she's visited, Um, but I... I had a ball in Japan. I had the most magical ooh. adventure in Japan, and I went. Oh, years ago now, but I was I was um, a backing singer uh, for Gilberto Sullivan, who mm. was very famous for his uh, his track Claire. And he's still huge. He's big in Japan. He's well. still huge in Japan. And I, <laughs> you know, I'd like to see an adventure there.
0: Um, there has been there has been one little bit in one of the Tomb Raider games, um, yeah. where she did go to Japan, and it was a little place in Tokyo. Oh,
1: yeah. So I went there. Oh my god, i followed in, a
0: footsteps, you followed like in her footsteps. in my But yeah, yeah, I mean, there's so many. There's wonderful, wonderful places in Japan. Oh,
1: these. I mean, everywhere. I don't. I'm, I'm not really sure that she'd she'd be cool with Ayanapa and Ibiza.
0: I mean, I'm, <laughs> just, no, I'm, not, I'm just, you know, so I'm going to throw Japan in there. <laughs> you never know. I mean, even Ayanapa. Iona- yeah. She
1: she might be a party girl.
0: Why not? Right? Why not? I can imagine her. She probably got a private yacht, sat oh. back. Nice. nice cocktail. Oh no! You see, I slam it. She's—I'd uh, have to swim out
1: to her to her yacht and climb aboard, beg her, let me come aboard.
0: Can you imagine that would be so much fun. I'm
1: not too—I'm not too shy.
0: <laughs> I think maybe that's something that we could just try and do anyway.
1: Yeah, anyway just
0: exactly. to anyone's boat, just swim <laughs> up. Like, sorry, just gonna uh, let have me a little. On. <laughs> let me on. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So this next question. Yes. Is... Oh, you're scaring me now. <laughs> <laughs> it's serious voice. No, it's, um, again, to do with travel. Right. And you're a very busy lady. So, yes. think for one moment, you could press pause on life. Yeah. You and your family could go on a Tomb Raider-style globe-trotting adventure. What, for you, what would be that ideal holiday vacation place to explore? Where would you go?
1: Do you know I, there are two things that I would love to do? I'm not sure it'll be a family thing, mm-hmm. but I would love to, you know, dive and go into the Titanic. Oh wow! I, I I would love to do that. And also, I mean, I know she's got a thing with sharks, Lara, mm-hmm. and and and, and dinosaurs. But um, I would love to to um, go to South Africa. I've never been. To, oh no, I have been to South Africa, but I've never done um, uh, shark. Diving, you know, in a cage oh, in a great cage. white sharks. I I'd use the safety of a cage, obviously yes. he doesn't. But but I would love to do those two things. If I could those 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 would be the, the only two things in life on my wish list. I'm very lucky that I've done everything that I've ever wanted to do. I'm not so adventurous mm-hmm. that I've got all these plans of hot air ballooning and skydiving. But if I could do two things um, I would definitely go in a shark cage, and I would with the shark on the other side, obviously. And I would—I love to, to swim in and out of the Titanic. Wow. Yeah.
0: That would make a fantastic game. That really yeah. would make a very, very interesting game. Let's
1: do it. Let's write it.
0: Goodness me. <laughs> we could totally do that. That'd be amazing. Yeah. What inspires? What? What makes you want to go shark diving?
1: I, I just, you know, ever since I was seven and I saw Jaws, I'm obsessed with sharks. I'm terrified and obsessed. I don't even go in the sea. Oh, Hello. goodness. I'm a, I'm a pool person and I have to check a bath before I get in it. <laughs> so, um, my aunt in LA, I go, I go to sometimes to stay with my aunt in LA and she's got a very dark blue, very dark navy blue pool and... You know, I, I'm a grown woman, I know there's no sharks in there, but I still swim with my eyes open and I can hear my heart beating <laughs> really fast, oh, no. and you know, in in the background, <laughs> I'm just, a, yeah, I'm obsessed with sharks.
0: I think that music goes through my mind every time I go in the ocean.
1: Oh, every, listen, every time I'm in the bath and wash my hair, that that goes through my head.
0: Mm.
1: What? Yeah.
0: So. To be <laughs> quite honest as well, I blame Tomb Raider for not wanting to swim in the ocean. It's not so much Jaws, but there are parts of some of the Tomb Raider games where there are really terrifying creatures in the bottom of the ocean, and it keeps me out, and it did keep me out for a very long time.
1: Wow. How old were you when you first started playing?
0: Uh, I was nine. Yeah, I was nine nine when I started. So as a kid, that's going to really affect you. If you started as an adult, it wouldn't bother you, but yeah. Yeah, that that kept me out for a long, long time. And a couple of years ago, I was fortunate enough to go to the Galapagos, and I did some Little, well, not diving, but snorkeling, which was a I massive deal. I saw the deal. pictures. I oh. saw the pictures on Twitter. Yeah, that was. Oh, they were goodness. stunning. You just reminded me. Oh, yeah, they were beautiful. It was a once-in-a-lifetime trip, but that—that wow. that was the first proper time that I went swimming in the ocean.
1: Oh, that's incredible.
0: And we even we even saw some little sharks there. Wonderful. Which actually it prepared me for last year when I was lucky enough to go to the Great Barrier Reef and I did the same again. And you see that,
1: that, um, that I wouldn't do because it's not, isn't it known for its sharks?
0: The, it is a little bit known for its sharks. I don't want to say never go there because of the sharks. and no, I no, think things course. happen, but yeah. there are very safe areas and they do monitor things very carefully.
1: Yes. See, when I hear barrier reef, I hear, you know, chomp, chomp, chomp. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think when I went as well, the week after I'd been there, there had been an incident where someone had been bitten, unfortunately. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. But one of the things but at least that it I... it that
1: it wasn't hungry
0: yes, when you came along. I suppose so. <laughs> one of the things I do remember doing, though, on the very last day of being on the Barrier Reef, was first thing in the morning, swimming along, and I looked around underwater, and I saw a little shark. I say little, it was probably about a metre and a half long. About ten metres away from me. Wow. And I was so excited that I wow. sort of... Popped my head above water and went shark shark, and then immediately dived back into the water and tried to swim after it. And I got about ten paces underwater before I realised, what am I doing? doing?
1: Would you know what shark it was?
0: I think it was a black black tip reef shark. Oh no,
1: that would take your leg off.
0: Mm. It was. uh, I hope it was a small one. So if anything had gone wrong, it did. It did. uh, Yeah, it did dart away quite quickly. But oh, Chris. Yeah. That was, a, that was a silly move on my behalf, I think. Yeah, but I'll
1: say, but what an adventure.
0: It was an adventure. It was such an adventure. Brilliant. Yeah.
1: I'm drinking, I'm drinking a glass of wine as I speak to you. I'm having a nice little relax with a glass of wine, and I feel like I should say Yechida to you. Oh, the
0: Bower is very right. Yechida. Hey, we got some Welsh coming from Shelley.
1: Yes, just that's it. <laughs> that, that, that's
0: all you'll get. <laughs> that's, that's more than a lot of people know. I will jump into the next question.
1: Okie doke.
0: So, this is another out-of-the-box Tomb Raider question. Mm. Think of your favourite films and television series, and if Lara could cameo in any with her, her pistols and her fiery attitude, how well would she do?
1: Well, favourite TV shows... I, well, friends, I don't think she'd fit in too well, because I don't think she's... Uh, I don't think she's... Her, she's very sarcastic, but she's yes, not yes. got got a terrific sense of humour. <laughs> I wouldn't say she's, you know, someone you'd, you know, sit and belly laugh with. No, I don't
0: think so, to be honest.
1: No, but I can see her in one of my favourite ones at the moment, You.
0: Oh, I've not, not watched not
1: You. <gasps> oh my goodness, it's amazing. With with Joe jo Goldberg. Sell it who, to me, tell character. me. <laughs> no, 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 I don't want to spoil anything, but it's just about <laughs> a guy that's slightly... Um, He's he's is obsessive, uh-huh. and when he sets his sights on somebody, he will do anything and get rid of anyone to get what he wants. And
0: I feel she could give him a really good run for her money. Oh yeah, that sounds money, very money. much yeah. like so, one of her yeah, traits. I would I would say she would suss him out straight away when everyone
1: else is completely Ooh. dumb to it all, and and boom, she'd take him on no problem.
0: That is that could Check be really out cool because
1: it is incredible.
0: I will I will look for that. It's on Netflix, isn't it?
1: Netflix, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. I will check that out. Yeah, that's really cool. I think <laughs> you're going to hate this answer. When I think about what I would love to see Lara in as well, I yeah. still can't. I, I think she would do so well in Star Wars, and I know you don't like Star Wars. Oh, yes, of but, no, no, oh of my gosh! Listen, listen,
1: I've never watched Star Wars, but I've seen snippets. I know absolutely hundred
0: <laughs> percent. I can just imagine her with a lightsaber. I think it would be so yeah, yeah. much fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And maybe in another world, it would be really, yeah, good. It would be life. really good. Yeah, Yeah. And I think for this last question, Ooh. you've um, you mostly answered it, I think, in the first question. But let's see if anything else comes from this anyway. Okay. So, in your opinion, how relevant and important is Lara in 2020? And how do you see that reflected in the online Tomb Raider community?
1: Well, I think um, it's, it's, it's individual. It's very personal. And I think uh, each fan has his or her own reasons for for loving her for her being important um i see i see so much communication on on the forums and on twitter and etc what i what i i think what's what's important is to remember that everybody is allowed to have their favorite game everybody is allowed to have their favorite their views on their favorite Lara, their favorite voice their favourite outfit, their favourite weapons—you know, everybody's allowed. It's all—it's all—it's all okay, and it's all—you know. I, I think it's um, I think it's important that people connect. If if Laura is their reason for connecting, you know, from in one country to another, over Twitter, over Instagram, whatever, I think it's a wonderful thing. It's very important that people people can reach out and have friendships. You know, some people aren't great at having friendships so in twenty twenty it's very important that they can connect with people, not necessarily in the same city as them, but across the world and feel that they've got feel they've got a community to be part of.
0: That was spectacular. Uh, Absolutely. I one of the reasons why I started this podcast was not only to talk about the myths and legends that feature in Tomb Raider in a, in a real-world sense and the stories that they're based on, but also to talk about the fan community and why Lara is important, and that the sense of connection and bridging gaps between all different people with all different opinions and all different backgrounds themselves. And the answer that you've just given there has ticked every single box. Oh,
1: well I'm pleased. It upsets me, you see, when I see people being being mean to each other because they prefer a different Lara. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't care if someone prefers Camilla Luddington to me. Yeah. All, all power to them. That's that's the one they play the most, or that's the voice they prefer. Who am I to say? You know, I've got my my favorite person that I prefer in Friends. I've got my favorite person. You know, my favorite pop group or whatever. You know, or my favorite Spice Girl. Whatever. You know what I mean? We're all allowed our own personal view, and we're all allowed. It should just be free and easy and kind and just. You know, understand. There's plenty of room for all auras, There's plenty of room for all games,
0: and there's plenty of room for all views. You know, that is the perfect note to end on. I think that was a spe- spectacular you. conversation. Thank you so much. Shelley. Thank
1: you. It's been so lovely to speak to you. That
0: has been absolutely wonderful. Hopefully, we can get you back on the show. Maybe if if this does well, let's do another series, and we'll we'll chat some more as well, and we'll have it, like Love a little it. catch up like that look forward to
1: it
0: thanks for joining us in this episode if you enjoyed it don't forget to subscribe to RaiderCast on your favourite streaming platform and follow along online at Pod on Twitter see you next time